Good evening, everyone. I'm Raz, and this is the Bardic College on video. Hey, gang. Okay, that's what Hello. you guys wave. Hey. We're waving. Yeah. <laughs> this is our first night. Give us a break. I didn't know what um, the vibe was. Yeah. Okay, it's this one. Okay. <laughs> I'm Betty's so excited. I cannot think straight. <laughs> so. I want to welcome everyone to Kleiner's Cravenarium. This is our inaugural show. We did the intro show, but that really didn't count because I was somewhere else and it was kind of messy. And But this is it. The story begins tonight. And we want to welcome you to Chapter One Drowned. I would like to take a moment for in this chapter before we get right into the mayhem and chaos and introduce my players because they're super important and none of this goes off without them. And I'm super honored to have them with us on this particular storyline. So some are returning, two are new. So let's go around from your video screen and mine. Up in the corner next to me is Lauren Grigoletti, and she is playing Mercy Clark. Good morning. Good afternoon, Lauren. How are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Keeper. Very excited to be here. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I've got more notes out than I ever did for Cairo. I've got... Wow. Well, it's because Cairo, I had written... And so far in advance in my head, the, the the little bullets and things that I use, but like notes, like, you know, crumpled pieces of paper and things that don't make any sense on notepads. So yeah, I'm good. Uh, that doesn't come up like, no, where's there it is. No, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. It's pure chaos. Like most keepers. So you just kind of throw everything around, but thank you for asking. You're, and next, you're like next that always sunny in Philadelphia meme of the guy with like the string board. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and next to you is a longtime Bardic College uh, player, a uh, longtime friend of mine, uh, most of my life, actually, and somebody who's been role-playing with me since the very beginning, uh, Joel. And Joel is playing Cyrus Boone. How are you tonight, sir? Hi, Raz. Very excited to be here. Longtime listener, uh, first-time uh, participant. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm chuffed. Completely chuffed. Um, okay, so let's let's explain. I guess we'll go right into combat and explain how that works. Uh, <laughs> and and what actually damage means. <laughs> but uh, thank you for playing. Uh, in the lower corner, uh, underneath my photo, is Betty. Uh, Betty Tatum. And Betty is playing Yasina. And Yasina, is that Popa? It's Popa, right? Or Papa? Papa. 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 <laughs> and, how are, and how are you tonight, ma'am? Pretty good. Pretty good. Super excited. Yeah. Super nervous. All of the above. It's like you a know, first date with all, you know, all the hands. It is. It is. And just so people understand how long it takes to do things like this, right? We've been talking about this. I guess you guys kind of got on board, what, mid-August, right? Or late, yeah. early August? And you, uh, yeah. So we were, the, my cast knew about it as Cairo was ending. And we were like, okay, we want, we, we wanted to round out. We weren't sure if we wanted four or five or six. And, we, and I kept saying five, five, five. And then I, you know, when I reached out to the two of you and you, and you had the, not only the free time, but the desire to want to get beat up like this, uh, which was amazing. Mm. The uh, we were we were so excited, but I mean that was months ago. It seems like we've been talking about doing this for months, and it's finally here. So I'm very excited for that. So thanks for coming, uh, Melinda Ballard, who has been with this family for a long time and a Bardic College original, playing Sophie Devereux. How are you tonight, Mel? I'm doing great. I'm still riding that uh, Cairo high, so I have a lot of blind oh. optimism. And oh. uh, just oh, that's overly good. confident. Yeah, that'll go away. You carry that. Yeah. I'm gonna hold it real close to my heart. You make that yours. I'm <laughs> owning it. That's what my that best friend that? right there. What What does your mom say all the time? Like I'm living my truth, or <laughs> I think my wife always says you don't know me. Oh that's yeah, what that's it. Yeah, I'm living that's my what best it is. Hell? is that what that is? That's your best tell. So Betty, I'm sorry. What were you trying to say? 
I was asking her if she had her Kleenex or her tissue. Oh, good one. No, oh, I'm going to have to use, um, unfortunately, the comforter behind me because I'm out of tissues. Well, there are so know. many. Okay. So Kleiner's Cravenarium is PG slash R rating. So if you had a joke in your head, listeners, as that whole thing went off, don't share it because what? we're still trying to keep it. No. Nope. Oh. Let that whole thing go. Just out of ah, control. All right. Just and finally, not, not last but not least, uh, our expert marksman and officer of the team, soldier extraordinaire, uh, Chris playing uh, Steiner Broom. How are you tonight? I'm incredible. How are you, sir? Incredible. Wow. Incredible. So this is like a game, right? Where we're going to, so we're going to like move some pieces around on a board or yep. do I yep. change yep. something or something, right? Yeah. We're gonna, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm glad I explained it that well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, you're in. I'm super excited. Hey, baby, it's the dice that looks like a box. Okay? Wow. The box. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Got it. He says with all these books behind him. <laughs> so, yes, for those of you who are Bardic College uh, listeners, either with our Operation Poltergeist 7C or Cthulhu and Cairo, right? The show. Those are all different types of systems. This is played in Vason, which is by Free League. It's a game that has really been just blowing up over the last two and a half, three years. A lot of people seem to be getting into the system, partly, especially teams that are heavy role play oriented, like we always are. Uh, the system is based on D6s, and you'll hear us call out numbers, and those numbers are how many dice the players are going to roll for skill checks or combat. And then based on how many sixes they, they get, that's the number of successes. So if they have to roll seven dice and only one is a six, they had one success. That's crappy. So the idea is collect sixes, and things will affect that uh, back and forth. But otherwise, we want to get right into the story. So, because we are already six minutes and 48 seconds into this one hour episode. So, I'm going to say without further ado, welcome to Kleiner's Cravenarium. We are here to serve you. Ooh. Gang. Yes. That it's was Thursday. a moment. Well, that's the moment from Kleiner, although he can't speak anymore. Um, it's Thursday morning, the 29th of April. And we are in the year 1865, I believe, is what we set this at. And you are heading to Chippy, Chipping Norton in the Cotswolds. The circus has all of its players and carts. And, you know, most of the traveling companions are on foot. But the stars, as stars, you each have your own special cart. But in front of it all, at the very front of this train of carts and equipment and gear and you know, little jugglers in the back juggling and harlequins dancing along as they kind of merrily try to get locals to see what's coming and get excited about the show. Um, you see this large black, it looks like a hearse, like a Victorian hearse, and it's being drawn by a single horse draped in a black cow that looks matted. Underneath, you almost get this image that he's mangy and feral in a, in a certain way, but very old, like... This is not an animal that should ever be hooked to a some sort of a funerary cart. This is an animal that should probably be shot. Like, glue factories wouldn't have accepted this animal. He's so massively bad-looking. But that is Maximilian, short for, and his short name is Max. And Max, believe it or not, listeners, is psychic. And Max always takes the team, always takes the Kleiner's Cravenarium to where it needs to be. It drags the performers, our stars to its location when it knows that something is amiss, something foul is afoot. And tonight in Shipping Norton, we know exactly what that is because, and we will post this on our Facebook group, there have been 
several strange events going off in Shipping Norton. The first, four days ago, 37 cattle were found dead at the Briggs farm. In their fields, drowned. And the closest water source where they could have even possibly been submerged, the River Glime, is a mile and a half away from that farm. Uh, there is no spring that the animals could have gotten to. They were still in their big field that is fenced in. There was no reason that they should have had this situation, but they were drowned. And when it was discovered the next morning, they contacted the veterinarian, whose name was Dr. Alfred Cummings. He came out, said he was going to do a postmortem. He went back to town. And two days later, before the postmortem could officially be on record, Dr. Alfred Cummings was found dead in his bed, also possibly drowned. Bedclothes soaked, eyes bulged, face in a contorted state of someone gasping for air. He was soaked, hair was wet, but the bed underneath him, his wife who slept next to him, uh, Beatrice, and the floorboards were completely dry. Dr. Alfred Cummings drowned, supposedly, but with no evidence that he was ever in or near water that night. So the circus arrives, as I said, it's Thursday morning, and immediately it begins to go up. The tents are erected quickly. Um, this circus is incredibly well-practiced, and it seems to almost come together, team, of a supernatural will. Kleiner himself sits on top of the old hearse, looking down at Max, stapled, pinned, and nailed to his chair because he's been dead now for 25 or 30 years. He's just this decaying thing that is, with its top hat, again, sewn to his head. His face all gnarled and, and twisted his body. He's this old big man who just sits up there. And somehow, either through Max or whatever, he's still able to do the job of leading the circus to the best of his ability. All right. So you know that there's been a problem in shipping Norton. You know that you are here because of the Vason. The world of Vason are creatures that live behind this veil. And not everyone can see them. Not everyone can perceive a Vason listener. And viewers, okay? I have to get used to saying viewers because we're on camera now. The Vason, though, are in, man and his machines are losing touch with the old ways, the ways of, of, of druidism and magic and, and you know, being believed, believing in the earth and the spirits of the forest. Those things are slowly going away, and the Vason don't like it. Some of them are angry. Some are just mischievous, but all of them are, in, are not allowing man to go any further without some sort of a fight. They're infringing into our reality, and the, the members of Kleiner's Cravenarium, as you may remember from the intro, if you haven't watched it, please go back, can see Vason and are here to keep mankind safe. And that's where the story begins. So team, uh, tonight's uh, Sophie is going to be the lead. She's the head of the, uh, the big performance under the tent tonight. The sideshows and things will be going off as normal, but you have the whole day to get ready. You normally aren't involved in getting the tent set up unless you want to be in some specific way. Uh, what would you like to do the rest of the team? Sophie, she's getting ready for her show, but she'll be able to do things from in the big top tonight and learn things from the audience possibly. But rest of the team, where are you, what are you guys thinking? We know we were brought here mm -hmm. because Max brought us here, right? Mm -hmm. So yep. I think that uh, we need to find where Dr. Cummings was working. We know he was killed uh, before he was able to publish that work. So perhaps if we started with Dr. Cummings, we could uh, investigate his office, his lab, whatever it is that he works out of to figure out if he had any notes, uh, if he managed okay. to actually dissect any of these dead animals. So we get a mm -hmm. start there. 
Okay. And anyone else uh, want to go with Steiner to do look on in on the good doctor and his possible veterinary practice or office where he might have worked from? I will travel with Mr. Steiner to help him in his endeavors. Ah, the Cyrus Boone and Steiner, the the men leaving the women on their own. My I like comrade it. in arms, Tamaratan. All right. Anyone else going in that little? And again, right. Actually, you no, know, Sophie. Right now, you probably could move around for a few hours because you're not on until like eight o'clock tonight. So we'll say it's like ten a.m. So you could probably do some things today before yeah, you have I mean, to get busy. I'll. I I wasn't sure if I was just strictly going yeah. to be getting ready, but um, I'll join and then you know if I have to go back to get ready, get dressed. Um, okay. I'll do stretch. that. Make sure you stretch. Of course. Yeah. St- gotta. Steiner, Steiner gotta Steiner stay limber. Says. Stay Make sure you stretch. Uh, the uh, the big shipping Norton is a village of about fourteen hundred people total, and that's if you include the outlying farms that are outlying. Uh, the Brexford Arms is the main pub that most of them. There are other smaller publican houses, but the one that seems to be the most popular as you're moving about, uh, and, and as you came in, you, you heard because again, locals are. Are you going to be at the Brexford Arms? Are you going to be doing a special show? So you, gonna, you know, people run alongside for a minute and get excited. But the Brexford Arms is uh, the, the pub that you believe is pretty close to center town, and that mm-hmm. is the one that most of the, the it seems the locals really seem to frequent pretty regularly. So it's only ten a.m. So it's a little on the early side, but that is again, it's a pub in England, so they're mm-hmm. probably open by ten or eleven anyway, and then yeah. they close around ten, you know, nine or ten at night. So mm-hmm. that's a place you can go. Uh, there's also Mer- a church in town. Mercy's also going to join the um, people checking out the pub where the doctor works, all that stuff. So, so she's going to join too. All right. And everyone is dressed, uh, you know, I'm assuming in their most uh, normal type clothing. They're not wearing, unless someone wants to be in costume, in their costume to draw attention. And while the others look around, you, that's a diversionary tactic, right? Especially on the first night of the circus. Do you, well, anybody do have to- a plan for that? I do want to grab, do we have flyers that we normally put out? You, like, yeah, you have a standard flyer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I want to grab a stack of those before I follow behind. Like I'm going to shuffle up closely behind um, Sophie, but, you know, not too close, but I'm going to stick with Sophie. Okay. At a respectable distance. Respectable distance. <laughs> this is 1865, so respectable distance is out the arm reach of men. Just kind of like... <laughs> Just as long as nobody can swing by and hit swat you, you're like, that's about the right distance. That's so rude. I listen, <laughs> you can't have it can't always be Bridgerton. Sometimes we gotta throw a little reality in there. You're walking down the town, you, you walk five feet behind me. It's just we're, good victory. We're talking sense. about Vason and like well, monsters and things drowning cows. We can't have feminism. Well, unless no, it's Steiner. Dear yeah, God, no, please save me from and then such horrible torment. If it's Steiner, then I stand uncomfortably close. Oh, oh very good. Oh, oh God. Oh. Yes, that I, that I stand. Oh. Unnerve him. Mm. So you have a shadow upon your side. <laughs> Thing follows me everywhere. Oh, just kinda... It's like a growth or a boil. Um... <laughs> a boil. <laughs> It's like a boil. All right. So it seems that there's a long conga line of characters all heading into town, <laughs> walking single file, straight down. No one's going to notice that, by the way. That's great. The locals aren't going to be at all affected by that. But yes, you uh, you make your way into town. And 
shipping Norton with its, it's a working class town. So right now there's very few people out and about in the streets. I mean, some women are going back and forth between a few of the shops. You do pass though, a tinker and the tinker's name is because I didn't, there it is. Uh, so it says he, as you're walking up, he's like, Oh, <laughs> there you are. There you are. New to the area, I'm assuming. Did you come in with that circus? Is that what you did? You came in with the circus? Put my hat down a little bit. Just kind of. <laughs> I'm going to peek behind Sophie. Are you someone that asks Shake my head really quick. You find yourself <laughs> worthy, I see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a tinker. You have any need of anything? Maybe some knives for your show. I've got some beautifully balanced knives. I've got pots, pans. I've got a spittoon for this gentleman back there with the beautiful mustache. There he is. You would like a spittoon, sir? This one's uh, this was beaten by virgins in the Andes. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the only way to get you. your spittoon. Right. <laughs> oh, I can't so sell you that. All right. Oh, oh, I know what you could. I know, I know exactly. There's a young miss back there. There you friend, are, young miss. Friend, 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 friend. Can you can you just can you just point us to the Brexford Arms? We hear it's the local pub. This is the place to go. We have questions. Yes. About no, I want to hear what he had to say. Oh. What, oh, I have what did he candies. have to say? I have hard candies. <gasps> and Do we you? will not be partaking in any of the hard candies. <laughs> what? Where's the pub? What is the right? I don't know. <laughs> Starts walking away with his cart. Yeah, no, I mean, you're just. No, that was rude. That was just downright foul rude. I'm sorry, Edgar. He's so the one that's is... trying to give us a spittoon that's well, been beaten by virgins. Candy for the young girl. Candy for the young girl. <laughs> he was also he trying won't... to give you some molasses candy for, for good health and teeth, for good dental work, especially for England. Sorry, everyone that lives. <laughs> Victoria, Nathan, Jane, I apologize for that joke. That was not appropriate. <laughs> I don't trust um, it. I don't trust it. This isn't Cairo. He was trying it's trying to give us with a cart. Yeah. All right. Mercy, I know do you I want said... a sweet? Mercy, do you want a sweet? Yes. So he stops the cart. He looks over and he goes, all right, we'll try it one more time. <laughs> so he leans over. There you are. I have some, I have, uh, I have sweets. Would you like a sweet, miss? She nudges Cyrus forward like, yeah, go get me one. Well, this is when Edgar Cruz looks at you and goes, oh, she, she has no sight. Is that, oh, miss, what happened to your eyes? Cyrus leans in very close to him, puffing the cigar in his face and says, I do believe it is rude to say such things to women, especially small children. I will take the candy on her behalf. You will make your way far, far away, sir. I thank you for your patronage. I didn't buy anything from you, but... The uh, child is protected, sir. I hope you understand my meaning. Oh, you're her, you're her, ben you're her benefactor. How much for the treats? Uh, they're, on, they're on the house. I'm sorry about your vision! <laughs> but I'm going to leave the candy with this man here! <laughs> okay? I'm so sorry that your sight was taken from you, but I'm going to give him the candy. Here you go, sir. Very good. Thank you, she, kind sir. She, she's not deaf. She hears very well. There's I nothing mean, wrong with my hearing. The Lord only took my sight. The Lord took your sight? What kind yes. of 
foul, terrible she-witch must you have been for the Lord to snatch away your peepers, miss. I hope that you find salvation somewhere else in something good. That is a terrible thing to say. The Lord is a, is a glorious thing and he took your sight. What foul, foul thing to have happened. And he starts walking. Mercy is absolutely flabbergasted. <laughs> that's not what um, I meant when I said he took his sight. I know. No, like genuinely, she's like, that's that's not what I meant. Um, okay. Wow, he he thumps the Bible more than me. Um, <laughs> wow, we could we could try to outverse each other. That was that was something. So this is. I didn't just say a... I had a problem with it. It just happened. Right. This is just like... a ball of rolled up molasses. Um, that's been oh. dried enough where it's hard and disgusting. So unless you really like that super thick, sugary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not a Mary Jane. It's, it's harder than that. It's not even, it's just the most unpleasant, but it's, it is a hard candy. I mean, it's, it's a treat for the locals in shipping Norton. So yeah. Listen, right. I'll eat it. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had the no, lean just, days. This, this, this is a luxury item right here, and I just got it for free. Right. So into the back. So you see the Bexford Arms, and the Bexford Arms. It's a. It is a fairly large establishment for such a small village. Probably holds once you uh, you you get to the outside, you see it. It's a standalone building. Um, fairly good sized base though for for its time. And you're thinking as you open the door and you look in, you know, as the, the team sort of meanders, starts getting ready to go in. It probably holds about 40 or 50 patrons at any one time, which for a establishment of this size, you know, style is pretty good. Um, behind the counter, you see a woman. She's about early 40s. just starting to gray pepper hair. Uh, she's obviously busy working and she sees, you know, whoever's coming in first. I'm assuming Steiner sort of was the one calling it. So he's heading in and people are starting to meet Millen behind him. She's like, she hears the bell go off, you know, the ding, 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 ding. And it's she looks up and says, "Ah, we have uh, we do have some breakfast for you if you if you need something. I can put on some sausages or whatever. But please come on in, come on in. Welcome, welcome. I'm Mavis. If you have any needs, I'll take some of that breakfast, Mavis, and and I'll find a seat over in the corner and wait for everybody else to file in. So all right, and mm -hmm. she she says the same thing to each of the characters that come in. Uh, does anybody else want a breakfast? Um, she has sausages." Absolutely. I, I've got a big yeah. performance tonight. Yeah, Sounds Sophie's got to get Sophie's, Sophie's got to get limber by downing a lot of sausages. Sophie's got a carbo load. <laughs> right. I need the protein. It's going to make my joints uh not crack. Yeah. If you would but have a biscuit, I would be so honorously happy for the your acquaintance. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. We can I can arrange that for you fine, sir. Are you all together? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> then all right then sit yourselves down i i have a i have a nice morning mead something a little not not so heavy for those who have to go off to work and to have their day with their wits about them i'll, I'll give you all a draft of that it's nice I, i'll pour them for you too with this so she pours out the stock you know pints they're, they're in different types of glasses a pint glass it's like a ceramic mug type thing she brings that over she brings over a bunch of sausages in a bowl uh, that take her a couple minutes just to put across the fire. They've already been cooked. They're reheated. And she brings over several cookies and lays them down in front of uh, Cyrus Boone and says, there you are, everyone. There you are. Sir, your biscuits. 
you, Mavis. No, well, hmm? Mavis, if if you would, um, we're looking for Doctor Cummings' wife, <gasps> perhaps uh, the late Doctor Cummings. We we heard some bad news, passing through. Frightful that was. Hmm. Frightful. Mav what do you know Beatrice. about it? Well, Beatrice herself, she she was in here just the other day. P poor woman. Oh, the hmm. poor thing. I mean, well, listen, he was he was no peach. Was our Doctor Cummings? But to see him like that, the way she woke him, I mean, <gasps> took her breath away. Took her, said she aged five years right there looking at him. Terrible, terrible. Did he come in here often? Oh, his lordship? No. no. Too hoy and fluting for us. But she would make the rounds. She'd come in for a little bit of the gossip now and then. How do you like those sausages? Look at the other folks. <laughs> the best I've ever had. Oh, thank you. They're local. They are quite tolerable, yes. See. Oh, oh that's so nice. You'll give us a nice review on the uh, town crier? <laughs> of course. <laughs> we'll be sure to give a Yelp, a good old Yelp. Yeah. Oh, that'd be wonderful, darling. So, she, yeah, she says, but uh, oh, now it's it's taken, I mean, it's been, what, two days? Two days, and still that man from London ain't here to do the post-mortem, they say. Very ghoulish stuff. I'll I'll mimic somewhat religious. I don't know. I've, I've saw other people do it. I really don't know. So it just make like a triangle because I think are they? <laughs> Wait, that's a fabulous thing. Like you're in front of a, an actual like Christian person and you make a triangle. Yeah, good. <laughs> and she's like, "Wow, that's really that was um, awkward." Um, are you? Are <laughs> I got you a blind okay? girl who like, can't find her you? face with the sausages. I got Mercy putting sausages on her cheek, trying to wow. eat because she can't wow. see where the hell it is. And, <laughs> <laughs> I guess she can't she can't hear and now apparently now she's I a little can't mentally hear, challenged. I can't hear. I can't like my my have no fine motor control. Like, <laughs> well, you picked a 14-year-old blind chick. Not my fault. Um all right. Listen, so, I yeah. knew that I knew that there would challenges. be challenges. As I was <laughs> saying, trying to say. Right. Um so Mavis makes the comment about oh they have to do the the postmortem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, why did they arrange for a postmortem on the, on the doctor? Um, I thought it was understood that he, he drowned or so, or so they say. Oh, young child, you can't drown in your own bed. Well, that's what, that's what I heard that he drowned. Aye, but not in uh, he. He didn't drown. You understand. Not 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 in the sense. Okay. Well, All I, right. I, I, I mean I believe she is alluding to a love of drink. Is that what you're saying, madam? Oh no. He sauced himself? No, no, no. Um uh, uh, I'm trying to say that I mean, you're not from around these parts, but most people can't drown in their home unless it's the tub. And he was in bed. So I'm trying to let you know that's not natural. And in Shipping Norton, occasionally things drown. What do you mean things drown? 
The door opens. Ding, 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 ding. And in comes the tinker. And he's like, oh, they're, they're here, they're here. I I figured they'd come for sausages, Mavis. Oh, Edgar, you're always thinking of us. Did you give them the name? I had no chance. They were all they were all excited about me candies. So I did that, and then I, but they're here. Can I have a couple of sausages to go just put them in some paper for me? Would you love? And he looks over at the, at the five of you, and he's like, Still excited to see you, though. Good to have you here. Uh, getting on with Mavis, are you? Mm-hmm. She makes really good biscuits. Oh, I know. Some of my some of my favorite biscuits in town are Mavis's. Oh, you watch your mouth now. <laughs> sorry, love. Sorry, love. <laughs> biscuits. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry, young lady. I didn't mean to be rude about biscuits and breast-type conversations. That was inappropriate. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to do that in front yes, of you. Yes, it was. Didn't mean to. She's All of you. Very good hearing. Drinking before, drinking before noon. Talk of biscuits. <laughs> this is. But, so she... Hmm. she just sighs. Sorry, I'll just take my sausages and go. You should come see us at the circus. Oh, I'm going to pass a flyer over. Oh. That... Thank you. And what would be your name? Yesenia. <gasps> Lovely. And, and, and you're, you perform in a circus, do you, miss? Mm-hmm. I tell stories. Well, well, that seems rather worth a couple pennies, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wager, stories. A crown. Stories, yeah. I'm a okay. puppeteer. Oh. I tell stories for the children. For children. For children. Maybe you should keep this flyer then. And I'm not sure it's really. <laughs> Anybody else do any? Well, you can come and see my show tonight. I'll be performing. I'm a dancer at the circus. A dancer. Oh, that's nice, miss. Um, any particular ballet or? Ballet. <laughs> ballet. I'm a ballerina. <laughs> Sorry. Did and you just say Paul? <laughs> Why, yes, he did. So he says, you know, I've always wanted to, I, I had aspirations as a young man. Oh, you were light on your feet. You were, Edgar. Oh, I, I did. I have aspirations to actually jo- go and join a troupe of ballerinas. I really did. I, I thought I'd be, oh, I thought it would be magical to, to be out there on the stage and flittering about like that. It's just, but, you know, I... Life took me in a different direction. And now you do this? As it does with us all. Uh, yes, miss. I'm a tinker. I'm going to lean right. over to, uh, to, to Cyrus and be like, is there any way that you could think to get rid of this guy? I, uh, I wanted to continue to talk with uh, Mavis. However, he's clearly monopolizing this conversation. <laughs> I can certainly monopolize his time. I do not have a fear for such things. Mm. He stands up and takes his whip out gently. Perhaps, sir, I may talk to you outside and tell you about the things that I perform in circus. He looks at the whip, looks at you and goes, Are we so Yes, ready? I can show you imaginable things. <laughs> Come just this way, please, sir. That's, that's mighty fine of you. I'm, I, I'll just take my sausages in, my, in, in the newspapers and go. 
because it's nice to get that ink on them. You see, it tastes it <laughs> to, the, to the flavor of back in the 18th So he grabs the sausages. They're in a what appears to be like a, a, a jar um, with the paper lining, the like stuffed into the jar, and then three sausages in the paper in the jar. That's how he likes them. And he, she, she hands them to him, and then he goes out. So, yes. He walks out very closely behind him, helps him out the door. Okay. So Mavis is now alone. There's um, another person comes in, uh, looks at you, kind of just nods and grunts, and uh, starts walking past Mavis. But it's not like it's going to interfere with your conversation. Uh, it's her. It appears to be her husband, and his name is Kenneth. So she's like, Kenneth, make sure you tap onto that other keg because we're almost down. The port's not. A, the port was pulling swill last night. And he goes. <laughs> Um, so Mavis, you said something about things drown here in Chipping Norton. Could you, could you elaborate on that? Is, is this something that happens often? We, we heard there was some, some, some mess about some cows too, right? That the Dr. Oh. Cummings was looking into. I, I, there was. <clears throat> so why don't you go ahead and make me a manipulation and a manipulation roll for me. And I am going to not my skill. All right, let's see. This. I, well, I know, but that's I know. where we're I'm at. Getting, I'm just getting into it. Zero. I know. Yeah. Any successes? Nope, none. All right. So she kind of <laughs> she looks at Steiner and says, "It's it's it's a foul it's it's a foul thing to pull bodies from rivers and from beds when they're wet. Uh, it's a foul thing." That can happen when children stop breathing in their cribs. Foul thing. And she starts to walk away. Miss! Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miss! <laughs> miss! Could you, her name is Mavis. Could you put some heat on this sausage? Um, <laughs> just warm this up. Yeah, she turns and sees uh, Yasina there. She's like, yes. Can you, can you, can you tell me a story of, of how long the children have been drowning? My grandmother used to tell me tales like that. Her eyes go wide. Like, your grandmother told you stories of children oh. drowning? But they're morbid. She was a colorful lady. I bet. Hmm. <laughs> From Shipping Norton, was she? No, she was she was from up north. Oh, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> we lived... uh, you can go ahead. Anything beyond this information is going to take a little bit of manipulation to get out of her. So if you want to go ahead and throw manipulation, uh, we'll see how many successes you get. I'm going to hold with what her success was before her resistance to that. Um, I'll let you go ahead and see how many successes you get, and then we'll just, you know, we'll know whether or not you were able to break through. That's a lot of dice. Oh, good God. Looking for sixes. I have one six. Out of a lot of dice, you got one six? I got one six out of eight <laughs> dice. <laughs> we oh. love face in the system. Everyone's already so excited. I can see Lauren's face. I don't want to do it this way. Personally, I hate this, but I will. Well, wait. So, question. Mm -hmm. In 7th C, you want tens, but you can Same stack thing. them. Mm. Are you looking to stack? Yeah, so if you have three six three sixes, that's three successes. And then if she only no, had, no, let's no. say... I'm talking like I roll a six, I roll a four, I roll a two. 
Oh, no, 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 no. You're talking about building tens. A five and a five is one success. No, 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 no. no. Man. This is straight sixes. Boo. This <laughs> is... No one is getting saved, by the way. I hope you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, believe it or not, that one six out of eight dice was enough. <laughs> because oh she God. didn't roll well what? either. Yeah. Mavis has no resolve. She has Mavis, no spine. She's ready to just core dump. So she says... <laughs> she wants to gossip. There's a small scream from outside. And, you know, there's wow. you hear this. Even through the, the, the walls and the plaster and the horsehair insulation uh, and the, the heavy furniture, you can hear the crack of, of a sound of a heart sharp snap and then a slight scream. And you see the cart go by the leaded glass windows really fast. Like Steiner must have given him a little shot with the whip at some point. Uh, so w Mavis comes back over to Yasena, Yasena and says, How long? I don't know if three, four hundred years way back, back before Chipping Norton even was officially a, a district on the map. It was a spot, a dot only to on the on the main road, <clears throat> not even a borough at the time. But it's there's been one accident after another and just long enough apart. For people to stop believing. You know what I mean by believing, Yasina? They forget. People forget. They do. She steps back up and says, Well, enjoy the rest of them sausages. And she starts to walk away. <clears throat> I'm going to go back over and get a biscuit. <laughs> I'm going to wash that down with a cookie. Sorry. Going to going to going to lean into the creepy little creepy little thing. Did she say anything did she say anything else? I'm just going to keep eating my cookie and well, I mean 3 or 400 years, you know, and then people forget about what was here and then it happens again and people forget. Then it happens again. Mm. I mean, mm. you know, like. No. There's probably something here. Right. So Steiner sorry, on the out. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. Steiner no, on the fine. outside, you gave. Uh, I'm just saying that you were using your whip a little bit. I gave that kind of background action. And uh, you chased off Edgar Cruz. He went oh, off on Cyrus. His Cyrus. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not yeah. Steiner. Cyrus. My apologies. Sure. Sure. Do you come back in after that, Cyrus? Do you yeah, yeah. I walk in sort of, you know, uh, curling back up the whip and hooking it onto my belt with a, a wry smile and uh, a couple puffs of the cigar. And I just, uh, I make to uh, ask if I can sit down, you know, sort of make my way. Yeah. So you're back in, you're, you, you sit down with the team. Everyone sure. finishes up breakfast. Mavis goes downstairs. She's working with her husband. You can hear them messing about down below. It, this is a very trusting, no one locks their doors type place. Uh, which is odd because people keep drowning. Uh, I was about okay. to say, maybe they should start. <laughs> maybe yep. we lock them up. <laughs> Roll them lock up. Lock it up. If hey, this was happening for 300 to 400 there, years. Is there yeah. like a listen roll in this game? The listen roll would be anything that would be, you could use, uh, let's see. 
observation, I think, is what they just because there's a very tight set of skills, it would be observation. Mm. Any observation, observation meaning I pick up okay. something over here, I hear it, especially with you. Now, Mercy, let's talk about your vision to the to the viewers. Yes. You see things in shadow color. So Mercy is blind. She's four, appears to be about 14 or 15 years old. And she has milk white eyes, but she can, her, she's vase and touched like the others. She sees things that, that are slightly in a different scale. To, the, to her, her friends around her seem shadowy, cloaky figures that kind of weave and move. But when she sees something that is vase and touched or, ha, or a vase in itself, she sees that much more sharp relief. Uh, th yep. That doesn't mean like she spots a vase in from 150 yards and goes, that's what it is. But those things come zooming into focus very quickly for her when she gets near them. Okay. So Mercy, around this this pub, this tavern, you know, you've done a scan, looked around. Mm -hmm. Not, there's nothing vase in touch that you see in here directly. Okay. Um, Mercy kind of leans into... Um, leans towards Cyrus. I think it would be um, beneficial for our investigation to go see this farm. I believe I could be of some help. I shall endeavor to take you there. Wherever you need to go, child, I shall assist. Mm -hmm. Of course. Clearly something is some monster, some devil creatures plaguing this poor town, and, and, we, should, and we should help these poor people, these poor souls. Did you find any information out when I was outside? Was my uh, were my actions helpful at all? Um, Yesenia apparently found out that these drownings, which aren't drownings, which are drownings, have been going on for about three hundred years. People forget, and then remember, and then forget again. The hubris of time, like a wheel, as it moves. Oddly enough, I should not understand, but I do. Perhaps it is the amount of time I have spent in your person. Hmm. Interesting. Couldn't, couldn't help it over here, but perhaps while you all are at the farm, we can uh, find out where Dr. Cummings had his facilities. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'll step up and I'm going to go pay Mavis. I'll call her down, okay. ring the bell or however I can get her attention to uh, throw her a couple pence whatever it costs and uh, well Steiner you don't even you don't even have to spend your money because you have oh. passes to the show tonight that's how yeah. circus folk pay for Ooh. shit <laughs> they give out free <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah better. so you are like god damn i got free candy <laughs> free breakfast let's go <laughs> show me that love chicken. being a performer <laughs> come watch my friend pop her shoulder out give me lunch <laughs> <laughs> so Mavis is like, oh, tickets Jesus to the show. God. This is, this is, oh, this is, this is lovely and delightful. Please, let's let all your other friends know, except the wee folk. We don't like them much. Uh, but other than that, please, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Please. <laughs> Discrimination. You know. 1865. Brownies. She's talking about perhaps brownies or some variant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like sprites. Like, <laughs> So she does tell you that, uh, as she called him his lordship, mm -hmm. uh, his mm -hmm. work his workshop was behind his house. As the vet, he had his practice on his own property. Mm -hmm. He lives about half a mile south of town. But she tells you that you know that you can't miss the road. It's that one, and just says keep walking in that direction. All right, south we go. Yeah, All and right. the farm is the farm is along that road, but then it forks. 
and it goes about another quarter of a mile. So they're not far, far apart, but they, you know, you, the team will travel for a short period of time together and then they'll branch out. Got it. All right. But yes, you have, each of you has, we're going to say each of you has six passes in their pocket. You determine how much you want to give or not give. Like I'm sure Mavis is probably, you know, two or three, whatever Steiner feels is fair. Two. Oh, two for sausages and a couple biscuits. Okay. Yeah. Two. Sounds like a book. Two for sausages. <laughs> two. Steiner's like, you are aware these are very expensive passes, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these are my passes. So very valuable. So. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you make your way down uh, through town. Uh, everybody, please, as you're walking along, uh, go ahead and make for me an observation roll. Hmm. And let me know the number of successes, if any. Okay. I have one success. Nice. One. Same. I am working on it. Bagel, donut, nothing. <laughs> oh, I've got two successes. No, I have Ooh. three successes. <gasps> Go B! I swear to God. Nice. <laughs> Aren't we the teacher's pet? <laughs> teacher's pet. This is oh. this is just a false, like, this is just to lull me into a false sense of security. Security, I'm going to yeah. bomb it next time. Um, so, um, so Sophie, you're, you're walking along. Everyone's kind of together still. You haven't hit that quite fork in the road, but as you approach it and, uh, Steiner and I, I know Steiner and who else is going with, to see the doctor's residence, Wh which part of the group was going to the right. Is it my gal pal? I, your gal pal is going to go and stand okay. uncomfortably close to him. Okay. The so the viewers, the lower section of your screen is all <laughs> to that. And the two in the upper section are heading to the left. But Sophie, as the team starts to part and say, okay, we'll meet you back at the, you know, at, at the circus fairgrounds and, you know, see each other sometime this afternoon, you see on the ground large paw prints, oversized. And um, yeah, they're, uh, there's just really big, big paw prints. And it's probably going to take somebody like a, a Steiner or somebody who has experience in hunting to identify them cleanly but it, you see a bunch of like something here was either circling or milling about on the road itself and it's rather large yeah i was gonna say i um because i don't want to loudly go oh my god what are these big paw prints well you're um, alone there's nobody within earshot of you i mean you're on a country road oh, okay you're fine. um well i still i grab steiner's arm and i yes. go look at these I don't know what they're from, but they look huge. Look down. I'll, I'll call Cyrus over as well, um, get him involved. But uh, okay. what do I need to roll or do I know? Investigation. There it is. Yeah, you only need one success on this. This is easy. It's just identifying <laughs> it because of the mud. Yeah, got one. So Perfect. Yep. Um, you, you're 100% positive it's a dog, but it's a big dog. It's a big dog, like, holy crap, big dog. Like St. Bernard big or big? Or like Irish wolfhound uh, big. Like, like wolfhound the big. biggest Irish wolfhound you could possibly think of. Big. Like dire wolf big. Like big, big, yeah. Dire Just, uh, it's, it's paw prints are the size of a bear's hand, like a bear paw. Wow. Wow. It's a big dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
what's the ground around it? Is it is it muddy or is it uh, uh, there's dry there's ground? pieces of little you know th that's part of where you're getting some of the impression. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, fortunately, when she she rolled such a great roll, she saw the actual biggest print or the most, the the cleanest one first. Yeah. Uh, and you're able, and you're able. It was, it was making, like dogs do sometimes when they start that left, right, left. And they're kind of, yeah, looking around. It, it's it made those marks all throughout this ground here. Hmm. Just hearing. Yeah. Hearing. Um. Obviously, the group has stopped. They're looking at something. Um, do I see anything? Do I make a roll? Do I? So if they've already identified it, you're seeing, they can point you right to it. They're like, look mm -hmm. here. Yes. Yeah. This, this definitely the prints are, are much clearer in your resonance of seeing than mm -hmm. anything around you. So they look, they, they look like prints yeah. to you. I can see them. We know Sorry. that doesn't mean anything good, right? So if she sees usually... them, it doesn't mean anything good, right? Well, it means that the, the dog is either Vason touched or, you know, has been near of mm -hmm. is Vason itself yes. or near a Vason. It yep. may mm -hmm. it, it may have been cursed by one. It's something could have happened. Got it. Um, Cyrus is going to look around to see if he can find where they came from before they started circling around here. Okay, so you spent a couple minutes doing that, Cyrus. Um, you you wander off into the woods. I'm assuming nobody was armed here, right? Because this was you were just walking into town to get information. So this isn't like everyone's carrying guns and da 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 da. This is no, yeah. just a saber. Just walking he, always, he always carries a whip in the saber. Always. I right. have like a little stick that I poke thing, like that I use to help me walk. But you know, madam, ow! <laughs> Can you oh, point like me in the direction like of a, ow, ow? Like a tapping stick for walking. <laughs> yeah. As a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I have a like, cane, like yeah, a cane, like a that. tapping stick. Yeah. For feeling her way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So Steiner. I'm I'm sorry, yeah. Sophie. Sophie, what do you have? Oh no, I was just gonna say I have a small knife at with me at all times. Well, you're a contortionist; you can hide it in the folds of your body. Exactly. <laughs> just... I have my puppets with me. Does that count? Does she have absolutely? Yeah. Are you? Her body? If you have your puppets with you, this the, these encounters. Is yeah, I have very different. pockets, so I don't. I don't know <laughs> if I described it, but my skirt has okay. pockets on the oh, outside the puppets that are they kind of half hanging out. Yeah, that they kind of hang out. That's amazing. That's strangely uncomfortable. <laughs> That's even I, more frightening than I, I thought. I love yeah. that she is now the strangest person walking in this group. Mm -hmm. Like, My, listeners, if you ever get a chance to listen to Hellfire Nights, which was a vampire campaign that we ran uh, with Paul Guyett and um, oh God, Mike, uh, Mike Gansby, Lauren came in thinking, I'm the weird bastard in this group. <laughs> yeah. And boom, Paul just I, ran, ran, ran right past her. Okay. So this is, again, this, Lauren feels like, yeah. I'm a 14-year-old Puritan blind chick, and I got a girl with pockets of skirts and filled with dolls. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so. No, I always think I'm like, I'm ready to be weird. And then, like, other people will just, like, sweep the rug out from under me. It's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, one day. Weird. I would be the weird one. So, uh, yes, you, uh, Cyrus, you go walking into the woods. It's, you know, you're looking around, and you, and for a moment, just you. Thief. Make a fear check. So what a fear check is, it, you can use either logic or empathy, whatever you're better at. You roll that number of dice only. And since you are near at least one other person right now, the way I'm seeing the scene in my head, you add plus D6 to that one D6, but you heard thief. As you walked into the wood, 
So go ahead and make what is your what's your better skill? Empathy or empathy, logic? Empathy. It's a three. So, so I you said I walked four. off. I walked. Yeah. Uh, so I yep. got one six. Okay. So I have a success. So you have. You are afraid. You are absolutely afraid. Yay! Uh, because you didn't break the number that you needed. Uh, unfortunately, for the successes to be valuable enough. So you have, you are trying to get away from that area of the woods. You want out. Okay. I would say he would, he would draw his saber immediately um, and, and start backing out of the woods. Everyone, as you can see, Steiner, I mean, Cyrus rather, backing out of the woods with a saber. And he looks, believe it or not, what I rolled was <laughs> starting to hear additional voices. So it's. Give it back. Leave. Stop taking. Pilferer. That's what you hear, Cy Cyrus. The rest of you are just looking at him, and he is white as a sheet. And this is one of the, the two people in the circus that have pretty much seen a ton of shit and aren't L afraid. I was going to say, loudly, while drawing his whip and cracking it, he says... Get yourself away, sir. You are mistaken. I am no thief. Cyrus, what's going on? Are, are you okay? Someone is upon us. Some form of miscreant. I'm drawing my saber. Okay. I'm drawing Perhaps my saber. to do me an injury. He shall not. I shall avail. I'm going to go hook my arm into Mercy's. Mercy, do you see anything? Mercy, um, you see nothing. No, but is is the um, I'm asking um, Yesenia to describe like is it road and then just yeah, woods so, like or are woods we walking through the woods? Okay, yeah. So it's a field with copses of trees. You came mm -hmm. to a fork in the road. One heads down towards the back part of town. It goes kind of around mm -hmm. the outside to where. Okay. Uh, the doctor's houses and the other heads back into the fields where the Briggs uh, cattle died. So okay. you, in between there, you saw these paw, paw prints on the ground. The teams mm -hmm. identified them. And then now you see Cyrus backing away from, he had gone into the woods thinking he was following a trail and has now been pushed back and he's yelling this, you know, this miscreant's trying to get, I'm not a thief. I'm not a thief. Mercy gently taps Yesenia on the arm. Like I'm okay. And takes three steps toward um, I guess where she heard Cyrus's voice coming from. My friend is not a thief. I'm sorry that we, uh, that we approached you. Suddenly there's a sound of a, a pop. And you see, everyone sees Mercy step back for a second and go, Ugh! there is just this goop running down her face down her eye dripping and it's as it gets to her mouth it tastes somewhat salty and right mercy you you can't believe it but you hear Thief. and that's where we'll end it for tonight okay everyone thank you for joining us for our first episode of Kleiner's Cravenarium chapter one drowned and we will be back in a week to uh, hopefully entertain you some more but I want to thank my players as always can't do this kind of stuff without them they are absolutely 
the you know the reason that we're able to make all this happen um just wanted to say that you know this is it's it's a brand new story and i'm buying a little bit of time because i've done something that i'm not supposed i don't know how that didn't happen but it's not coming up and i knocked chris out and i don't know why this isn't working so hold on one second everyone just bear with me why isn't this clicking in oh it is Okay, so now I can say it. Thank you for joining us. Yay! <laughs> it's our Woo! first episode. I have a lot of split screens, but that's our cast of characters. Please visit our, us at Patreon, where we'll have all kinds of special things for you that you can do and listen to past episodes and side and solo missions. Hopefully with even this team, we're going to hopefully do some solo missions down the road with each one independently. Woo! But uh, from all of us here at the Bardic College, we want to say thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time at Kleiner's Cravenarium. Good night, everyone. <laughs>